Americana Uncovered. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Americana Uncovered. Today is episode 19, and we are going over the history of the Walkman. So this uh, falls in line with the 80s summer theme. This is about the third, well, it is the third part of the uh, 80s summer theme. We went into the history of malls, MTV, and now we are at the Walkman. Um, this is coming out on 721. They There will be no episode on 728. As you know, we usually only do the three episodes per month. And then the next Friday after that will be the following episode, episode 20. So already at episode 20 after this one, we only have 10 more episodes left of season one of Americana Uncovered. Crazy to think that um, it's already feels like I just started um, wanting to come up with an idea, something like this, and we're already almost 20 episodes in. <clears throat> But anyway, let's get into the Walkman. So this, uh, for this episode, we're going to be not just the Walkman. We're going to be going into just actually Sony's version of the Walkman and what it would evolve into, which would be the cassette player, the CD player, and the MP3 player. Um, not too much on the MP3 because that's kind of where we're at right now. I'll give you some updates on what's going on in 2023 with their MP3 player. But um, we're really going to focus on the cassette player and the CD player. So this was just a complete uh, innovative idea that Sony had. Um, I'll get into it a little more uh, when we dive right in. But this technology was here, but it, the um, concept of what became of the Walkman never really was thought of um to make for the masses um it was only supposed to be to see if they could do it and, and they didn't really think anyone would be into it um then it you know it took off overseas it it, it um popular popularized in um, the u.s after a little bit and tapes blew up um then in the 90s you had cds blow up in the disc man um, became widely popular, and then um, the birth of MP3 players were born, and uh, there was just a lot of competition for that. So it wasn't that um, they weren't doing one specific thing. It's kind of after a couple of years, uh, Apple kind of took that over and dominated that market for decades, and even now uh, you got iPods. They don't even make iPods anymore. But they still make Walkmans, and we're going to uh, find out what they are in the year 2023. But anyway, um, I don't want to spoil it too much. Let's get right into the year 1979 and the birth of the Walkman. So like I mentioned previously, the technology was already in place for the Walkman, and um, they just didn't know how popular it would become um, amongst their customers, so they really didn't have any plans to release you know, the Walkman itself. Uh, magnetic cassette technology had been around since 1963 when the Netherlands-based electronics firm Philips first created it 
for use for their secretaries and journalists. Um, but the introduction of the pre-recorded music tapes in the late 60s opened a whole new market. People still chose to listen to vinyl records over cassettes at home, but the compact size of tapes made them more conductive to car stereo stereos and uh, mobility than a vinyl or 8-tracks. Um, they were. It was originally made uh, from Sony for the chairman, um, Abuka Masaru, so he could enjoy the music on the go when he was traveling to different meetings and planes and stuff. And uh, he really just added a design team to come up with something that would be portable so he could enjoy his music. And, um, and after this, you know, they thought, why not... Um, why not make it for the masses? So it was originally um, based off the Sony Pressman, which, like I said, was a, a cassette recording device for journalists and secretaries at the time. So they decided to give it a go. They made the Walkman, which it, well, it didn't even have that name by then. But uh, on July 1st, 1979, the Sony Corporation introduced the Sony Walkman, the TPS-L2. It was a 14-ounce blue and silver portable cassette player with chunky buttons, headphones, and a leather case, and it cost $150. The Soundabout and the Stowaway were some names that were uh, that gained attention earlier on for this device, but they were eventually tossed and they decided to stick with the Walkman. Um, the founder of Sony didn't really like the name Walkman, but at this time when he came out with these, this statement, it was just way too much popularity around the cassette player and it was just too much advertisement being poured into it that if they really wanted to change the name, it would have costed them a lot of money. Uh, the, the Walkman's combination of portability, it ran on two AA batteries, and privacy, it featured a headphone jack with no external speakers, made it ideal uh, an ideal product for thousands of consumers looking for a compact, portable stereo that they could take anywhere. Um, the L, I'm sorry, the TPS L2 was introduced in the U.S. in June 1980. So before this, you really had people walking around with the big boom boxes and um yeah it, <clears throat> it was taken what 10 9 volt batteries and it was just chunky you, i guess maybe you had a, a an option to plug headphones in but you still had to walk around with a suitcase size stereo this really made that you could put it on your belt clip you could put it on your in your pocket and it was very discreet um you had the headphones and you could listen to what you wanted to not everyone else had to listen what you want were listening to and like i said just the battery difference alone uh you go from a ton of those chunky batteries just to two double a batteries which made it way more accessible um so the popularity of sony's device um and those brands like Awa, Panasonic, and Toshiba, who followed Sony's lead, helped the cassette tape uh, outsell vinyl records for the first time in 1983. So people were still buying vinyl, but but um, tapes were just starting to soar in uh, sales. Also, it was great because vinyl, you can only listen to what was on the vinyl, and the same with radio, but with the Walkman, you can make your own mixtapes with the tapes and play what you wanted to play. Um, 
and and like I said, you could take him on the go. Um, it was a hit right out of the gate overseas. Uh, they predicted about five thousand uh, for sales a month, but it was closer to thirty thousand in the first two months in Japan. Um, in the U- in the U.S., it took off a little slow, but they rolled out a ton of these great um, ad campaigns, and it really just took off from there. Um, they had uh they they wanted to make sure even though it was called the walkman they had they weren't you know any kind of weren't having any kind of sexism towards that so they had a lot of women on the um on the ads they had them people working out people running doing aerobics um just a wide colorful 80s campaign that i think really sparked um, america's interest if they didn't already have an interest for the Walkman, their um, ad campaigns really helped out. So by 1982, they added an AM-FM radio into the Walkman. Um, and in 1984, they added auto-reverse. So you didn't have to take the cassette out and flip it. It would just automatically reverse, uh, rewind by itself. So that was cutting-edge technology. So by 1986, the word Walkman had entered the Oxford English Dictionary. And its launch coincided with the birth of the aerobics craze, and millions used the Walkman to make their workouts more entertaining. Between 1987 and 1997, the height of the Walkman's popularity, the number of people who said that they walked for exercise increased by 30%. Uh, Sony even made a solar-powered Walkman, a water-resistant sports Walkman, and even a device with two cassette drives. So the sports Walkman was um, what I think of when I see the Walkman. It's the that bright yellow um, device, and it has uh, like sports written across the uh, the side of it or the front. They vary from from year to year. They change the designs a little bit on each of them. But that one has like the big chunky uh, belt clip you could put on. I don't know. You really don't wear a belt when you work out, but you can clip it on. I guess your shorts or whatever, and you know, take it take it on on the go with you. Also, that was very uh, what was very popular. Uh, I guess popularized by the Walkman were those uh, headphones that go over the top with the orange the orange ear ear. Uh, ear covers that was like the iconic look you when you see um like the ipods now with the or uh, in the early 2000s the big ipod classics with the white headphones that's what you think of when you think of the walkman you think of the blue and um gray walkman with the orange covered headphones or the like i said the bright yellow sports edition walkman and uh it's just a iconic look, and it, it, you could tell what decade you're in just by looking at those two pictures. Um, Sony, however, was quick to change formats. Uh, it introduced the D50, a portable CD player, a year after uh, compact discs were first sold. So the as iconic as the Walkman was, the um, the technology that went from cassette to cd to mp3 was really only like a 20 year span so you know as like i said as iconic as it was it wasn't here for a long time and that kind of goes back to the same thing with mtv you know two decades in and you know you were at the 
peak and now where do you go from here so they just wanted to stay on top of the technology and uh, they decided to go to the portable disc player because cds were overtaking everything at this point um, sony came out with the d5 in 1984 it was a portable disc player but really only portable in the sense that you could take it to place to place it didn't have any um, room for batteries you needed a, a kind of a charger pack to charge it up um, and it would usually start skipping as soon as you would move it so I mean you could move it from one room to another or whatever and put it down and play it but the minute you started walking you definitely couldn't run with it like the Walkman um, it would just didn't have that anti-skip technology yet so it was you know really innovative for the its time but it wasn't what um, you think of the Walkmans now or Discman. In uh, 1987, the D20 was introduced, and this came with a portable battery component, anti-skip technology, and that really led its way for the Discman to take over the 90s. Um, they decided to change the name from the Walkman because they were still selling the cassette Walkman, and they just changed it to the Discman. Um, they had portable car Discmans, so at this time most cars came set with the um, cassette player um, technology in there and some people didn't want to lose their cassettes so I mean to get a CD player put in was pretty expensive at the time and not on only that you would have to lose your cassette player so they had a disc man car car version and um, that was something you could plug in with a cassette converter and play your CDs kind of I guess if you had like a little area where you could put the the Walkman and play that that was the kind of the first portable way to listen to CDs in your car um, and yeah now like I said you could go everything you could do with the Walkman you can do with the Discman it wouldn't skip they had the laser technology that was kinda would float back and forth so when you would move the, uh, the the device itself it wouldn't skip the CD and that really dominated the nine the nineties along with the Walkman was still very popular um, through the mid nineties and then CDs kinda just really took over um, headed into the 2000s so the name Discman was actually retired in 2000 and they referred it to the Walkman disc player and they just branded everything as Walkman um, along with a logo change so in from 79 to 81 they had a Walkman it was kind of like a cartoon cursive uh, font with like four four feet walking which I think I think that's their absolutely best logo. Um, the second one they had, uh, it was just spelt out Walkman in a very 80s font. And then in 2000, they came out with the, it just looks like a, a kind of a new age W, like kind of, kind of just, I don't know what it is, but it's just like a W with the orange and it says Walkman underneath. So that's the brand that they still use today. Um, uh, they later wrote out, rolled out mini disc and MP3 players under the Walkman brand, which they still continue to do for the MP3 players. Uh, the Walkman cassette player itself was discontinued in 2010 and in 2004 in the U.S. Uh, its predecessors were the MP3 and the iPod. 
and over 200 million units were sold of the Walkman cassette player itself. So, like I said, it might not might have not been around uh, that long, but it definitely made its impact, and it 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 punched its tickets on uh, punch its ticket on, you know, changing uh, America and how we listen to music, and. You know, if it wasn't for the Walkman or if it wasn't for someone wanting to listen to music on the plane and them coming up with this concept, there probably would be something similar. But it's crazy to see how that in 1979 to where we are, even in 2002, 2003, with all these wave of MP3 players coming out, how much everything's changed. Not only did you have to have the physical tape or CD itself, now you just have millions and millions of songs on an iPod, and now you don't even need an iPod. We're up to, you don't even have to own the music. You have everything on your phone, and it's Spotify or Apple Music and all that stuff. And it's just, I don't know, it's hard to see what it's going to come to next, but I'm sure there'll be some kind of different technology in probably five years and that will be a whole different game changer too so technology doesn't stick around too long but if you make your imprint um you'll definitely last uh you could still i looked a few for a few walkman i have my old one somewhere but it's uh it's like electrical tape around it it doesn't really hold up that well batteries are popping out i can't find the cover so i was just looking on ebay for some walkman and um look specifically the sports sony walkman um one and they could run you pretty uh pretty up there um pretty high up there and a lot of them you got to be careful if you are interested probably not but uh a lot of them are being sold for parts, the cheaper ones. So you got to make sure you read the fine print in that. So a lot of people are saying, you know, cassettes are making a comeback along with how vinyl did um, and still is in the, since basically around 2013, 2012, last 10 years or so. Um, so cassettes are popping up here and there i know a few artists release um cds cassettes and vinyl um when they release a new album and it's funny to see now um but a number of manufacturers have released new record players with usb ports built in and bluetooth so it can compete in a kind of you know Uh, niche but lively market Uh, used lps continue to be popular and it is not unusual for top artists to release vinyl versions of their latest music because could cassettes tapes and walkman live on by carrying out the same kind of cultural space sony at least has no current plans to restart the production of parts for its iconic device and despite a small recent increase in interest tapes still lag far behind records in market share so it seems like they're kind of not sold they think this kind of phase is just going to pass through and and tapes won't really be around for the long haul kind of like vinyl is because i'm like i said vinyl has been rebirthed for about 10 years now and it's great to see but they really seem to be putting all their chips in their mp3 players which in 2023 they released a couple options but two main ones and they range from one of them is around 
$350, and the other one is over $3,500. So if uh, they're definitely not aiming for the uh, for the average music listener, because I believe it's a Android technology that they use, and um, the $300 range one is very small. I think it's only like 3.5 inches or something. It looks like an old little iPod, and the big one is just huge. But um, I don't know. I mean, you have to have a lot of people interested in that that are really inter- interested in you know high music quality and stuff like that it's so much easier for people to just listen to music and stuff on Spotify on their cell phones and a lot of people I feel like aren't going to want to spend extra money for stuff they can do on their phone me personally I think it's a great idea I'm kind of a music quality snob I guess um and Neil Young has been trying to do stuff like this for um, for a while. I don't know um, if it's exactly in the same um, realm of what he's trying to do. I heard that with these MP3 players, you can put a vinyl um, filter on your music, I guess. And it could sound like a vinyl. I'm not sure how great that is, but... Also, Neil Young is not really for MP3s. He's trying to get a better quality of sound. So I don't know if that's also available in the Walkmans. But nonetheless, they seem to be going forward with technology and not bringing back uh, a a newer cassette player. You could still buy cassette players, portable cassette players. I know, like, Urban Outfitters probably has the shittiest, like, coolest-looking, shittiest uh, technology and equipment portable cassette player and they sell it probably for like $75 and it just sounds like complete trash but people will buy it just because of the relevance factor and like I said the new popularity or regain popularity at this time of cassettes so you know just be careful what you're buying don't don't get ripped off by that just do some research I would suggest maybe buying a used like late 90s early 2000s Walkman uh, other than buying a new one from Urban Outfitters for like double the price, but you do you. Um, so yeah, Walkman is still thriving. It seems like this is a real breakthrough with their MP3 players in 2023. They hope to have a resurgence. Like I said, they got left behind in the whole MP3 uh, shuffle um, with Apple really just dominating everyone. And um now that Apple does not make iPods anymore, they maybe they feel like they could open that door again and 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 prove that they're worth this thirty five hundred dollars for a Walkman or three fifty. Uh, from what I heard, I watched a few videos on reviews, and there's not too much difference from sound quality wise between the two. Um, so you know, if you're interested, I would suggesting doing your own research on these. Um, music players and see what you're into maybe maybe it's something you're interested in but that's really it for this episode uh, a little short sweet like I said Walkman they had their uh, quick run but they made their uh, their mark on history so there's not too much um, about them but you know it's 2023 and they're still being sold for over $100 on eBay now so it's pretty cool to see Um, how they've stuck around 
So my sources for this episode, I used uh, Time, uh, their article on the brief history of the Walkman, Nippo.com, and YouTube, I used the user's tech stuff and audio zone for some of my research. So that's really going to do it. Um, you could follow me at Americana underscore uncovered at Instagram and let me know if you want to hear anything, how you like the episode. Email me at Americana uncovered at gmail.com with any other questions, concerns, recommendations. And um, like I said, we won't see you guys next week. This is the last episode for July, episode 19. And then in August, we will be bringing you episode 20. So have a nice couple of weeks, you guys, and uh, stay safe. I will be heading to upstate New York. Uh, Well, when this comes out, I will be in upstate New York, so we'll probably be getting another Tales from the Road Part 2 on my journey up there and stuff that I discovered up there in Catskills. So stay in tune for that, and I hope you guys have a good week. I'll see you soon.